the Church of England. It's discussing going gender neutral. Yes, you heard that right. Also, a Catholic high school student in Canada, he's been arrested after he opposed the transgender ideology. And also, on a completely different note, drones. Or a drone that can now swim and fly as the Terminators advance their infantry. So we're going to discuss those three things today. But first, as always, welcome to another episode of the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast commentary, comedy and conversation. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, rate, all of that good stuff. All right, let's let's get into the show. Let's uh, let's launch into this. Let's start with the the Church of England and the woke brigade that seems to have infiltrated them. As um, it's being reported widely, the Church of England might give God gender neutral pronouns. Now, this is being reported everywhere. I've chosen this New York Post article by Lee Brown. But when I heard this, I just thought, how is how's this going to work? I mean, how are you going to say things like? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How's that going to work now? If you're going to start arguing about pronouns and gender, what are they going to do? In the name of the they, the them, and the two-spirit? Wouldn't put it past them eventually. This is the route that they're on. So, the Church of England, which I I thought C.S. Lewis was a part of when he was alive. Uh, When he became Christian anyway, well, he was an Anglican. I think he joined the Church of England, I'm not sure, but... I I don't mean I don't want to speak for him, but I, I can't imagine that he would have thought it would have gotten to this point in the UK. So it says here the Church of England is considering scrapping, scrapping, scrapping centuries of religious teachings to give God gender neutral pronouns. The church, which is which is headed by King Charles III, confirmed that its liturgical commission has launched a special project to examine updating future teachings it sounds like the liturgical commission has been infiltrated by the woke by the activists possibly by the deep state who knows i don't know just throwing it out there it says here that some priests have already made such changes trading references to he and him for simply god or even they and them oh there you go they and them and rewriting the our father that starts the lord's prayer to our father and mother Wow, just just going to change the words of Jesus right there, are you? Some of those priests, that that's incredible. And I don't, I don't mean incredible in a good way, clearly. I mean, that's blasphemy, isn't it? Our father and mother. Human beings rewriting the words of God himself. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean himself. I'm, I'm supposed to say, if, if there's any, if there's any uh, Church of England listeners out there, I don't mean to offend so one unidentified priest defended the updated language. Of course he did. Well, but he's unidentified. Maybe he doesn't want to identify himself because he's not a him or a her. Could be a they, could be anything. But he's, he's not identifying himself. Why not? If you're going to defend the updated language, why wouldn't you identify yourself? You're on the, the side of, of the woke, of the, the correct narrative here, aren't you? Why are you hiding from it? That seems a little bit strange. It makes me question. It's kind of like one of those articles where you, you know, when they say a, a source who did not want to be named in any of these celebrity gossip articles. So this priest defended the updated language. 
while conceding to the Times of London that critics, quote, think we are being a bit woke. Oh, you think? Hmm. He went on to say, God is not male, certainly not the white cis male with a beard sitting on a cloud we seem to reduce and limit God to so often. When does the church limit God to that? Who is this person? That sounds like an activist right there. Um, oh, sorry, this person. Partic- okay, this quote is actually from Reverend Chantal Nopin, who told the UK Times that. So she, Chantal, I assume, that's a woman. Look, you've confused me a lot here, the Church of England. I don't, just this, even the pronouns, absolute load of garbage. Anyway, so she said, I'm just assuming... God is not male, certainly not the white cis male with a beard sitting on a cloud we seem to reduce and limit God to so often. Who's the we there? And no church that's teaching God's word and teaching and reading from the Gospels is reducing God to that. You know who's reducing God to that? Atheists when they're trying to have a go at Christians. A little bit suspicious, Chantal Noppen. But um, so if you are a Christian out there, you know, God came to earth. As a man, gets a little bit awkward then, doesn't it? He also chose a mother to come into the earth through. So the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, the religious head of the church, previously said that God is not male or female or definable. All human language about God is is inadequate and to some degree metaphorical, he said in 2018. However, the Reverend Ian Paul, a member of the Archbishop's Council of the Church of England, was among those decrying it as a step too far. If the liturgical commission seeks to change this, then in an important way they will be moving the doctrine of the church away from being grounded in the scriptures, he told the outlet. He stressed that male and female imagery is not interchangeable, while also claiming that critics were misreading the teachings. Quote, the use of male pronouns for God should not be understood as implying that God is male, which is a heresy. God is not sexed, unlike humanity, he stressed. Quote, the fact that God is called father can't be substituted by mother without changing meaning, nor can it be gender neutralized to parent without loss of meaning. Fathers and mothers are not interchangeable, but relate to their offspring in different ways, he stressed. Now, Professor Helen King, the vice chairman of the Synod's Gender and Sexuality Group, acknowledged that such questions around gendered language and God have been around for decades, if not centuries. Even even so, they still have the power to bring out strong reactions, she said. Sorry, the vice chairman of the Synod's Gender and Sexuality Group. Let's look that up. Okay, so it's pronounced Synod. That's my bad. A synod is a council or an assembly of church officials or churches, an ecclesiastical council, a council or an assembly. Right, so why does a church have a gender and sexuality group? Immediately, you've made the mistake of allowing that to happen. Now, I can't seem to find much on their gender and sexuality group just by having a quick look online, so it's going to have to be something I look into later on, but um, it does seem that the... The Church of England General Synod, it says here, spent two days of its February meeting debating proposals related to same-sex marriage in the church. Wow, and uh, I, I see a lot of criticism from or about the Church of England as well as being very uh, so-called progressive. Anyway, clearly, 
clearly not good stuff happening in the church here. Just back to the article, it says, um, The group Woman in the Church said that a theological misreading of God as exclusively male is a driver of much continuing discrimination and sexism against women. Theological misreading, when Jesus uses the, the term Father for God, how is this driving discrimination and sexism against women? I'm, it's very confusing. This is, the, this is the woke infiltrating the Church of England, absolutely, in my opinion. They say that the plan first emerged after a female reverend asked the commission if there was an update to, quote, develop more inclusive language given that many of the prayers offered for use referred to God using male pronouns. The commission's vice chair, Bishop of Lykefield, Michael Ipgrave, replied that it had been exploring the use of gendered language in relation to God for several years. After some dialogue, a new joint project on gendered language will begin this spring, Ipgrave wrote in a formal reply. Now, a spokesman for the Church of England stressed that the debate is nothing new. So it's all good, it's nothing new. Uh, we're just radically changing the church. Nothing new, though, so don't worry about it. Uh, quote, Christians have recognised since ancient times that God is neither male nor female, yet the variety of ways of addressing and describing God found in Scripture has not always been reflected in our worship, the church rep said. But they have insisted that changes would only apply to future teachings. Quote, there are absolutely no plans to abolish or substantially revise currently authorised liturgies and no such changes could be made without extensive legislation, the spokesperson said. Yep, for now. For now, you are on the slippery slope of the woke. And I'd imagine that this is causing a lot of division over in the UK and the Church of England, Anglican Church, all around the world. But utter madness coming out of there. And speaking of utter madness, a Catholic high school student. Did you hear about this story? I saw it on, saw it on Twitter. I'm using um, a Fox News article here, though, by John Brown. A Catholic high school student was arrested after suspension for opposing transgender ideology. So a Catholic high school student in Canada was reportedly arrested Monday after being suspended for protesting against transgender people's uses of bathrooms and saying there are only two genders. And now he's appealing to Ontario's Human Rights Tribunal. So what happened was this kid, Josh, Josh Alexander, 16, he was suspended over his views on transgenderism and sticking up for the females and not having males in their bathrooms, etc. He was suspended and when he tried to go back to school, the cops were caught on him. So he tried to go back to school to learn is what I'm taking from all of this. The cops were caught on him and he was arrested. Now, in my opinion... Again, this school sounds like it's been infiltrated by the woke as well. Because what kind of Catholic high school would suspend a kid sticking up for women, girls, and their their rights and the word of God? Now, this kid, who there's a picture of him wearing a, a hat that says Save Canada on it. It's a, this is a brave kid. He said, quote, offense is obviously defined by the offended he told the Epoch Times. I expressed my religious beliefs in class and it spiralled out of control. Not everybody's going to like that. That doesn't make me a bully. It doesn't mean I'm harassing anybody. They express their beliefs and I express mine. Mine, obviously, don't fit the narrative. Yeah, that's an understatement. 
So Alexander, who described himself as a born-again Christian and led student action in support of last year's trucker convoy, reportedly has not been to school since he was first suspended in November. This kid sounds incredibly based. It's also quite amazing seeing how many people have been born again into Christianity over the last few years. Out of all the things that that happened, out of all the, the horror and the tyranny that happened over the past three years with the, the Voldemort virus and the lockdowns, one amazing thing has been the amount of people that have come back to Christianity and come back to God. So yes, he was hit with a suspension for allegedly organising protests at his school against biological males in girls' bathrooms and arguing in class that God created two unchangeable genders. Uh, quote, he says, multiple students, including trans students, were kind of shouting me down he told the Epoch Times of the Classroom Exchange, and he was told by his principal that he was allowed to return to school only if he stopped using the dead name or given name of transgender students and excluded himself from classes with two transgender students who objected to his religious views about gender. Not even, not even allowed to be in the same class as those that have a different opinion. Now his, okay, so his suspension was lifted in January, although it has effectively continued after the Renfrew County Catholic District School Board excluded him for the rest of the school year, according to his legal counsel at Liberty Coalition Canada. Alexander remains unsure whether the technically non-disciplinary action will continue into next year. I guess next, um, I guess the school years are slightly different over there. It just must be your winter holidays in Canada and America. It's different down here in the South. Now, Alexander's lawyer, James Kitchen, said the school has accused his client of bullying transgender students. Obviously, he doesn't actually bully them at that term, as that term would be defined by reasonable people. Kitchen told the Epoch Times he's not going to seek them out and call them names and make fun of them, but he does express his views about what these people say and about what they believe and about what they're doing, and he expresses them online, and he expresses them in the class. So they plan to appeal his original suspension to the Human Rights Tribunal, but the appeal has reportedly hit a technical snag regarding whether Alexander is independent of his parents. The principal of St Joseph's Catholic High School told Fox News Digital he was prohibited under Canadian law from commenting on the ongoing case. So just a, a very, very strange stance for a Christian school to take suspending the kid who's actually seemingly anyway according to these reports and according to what I saw on Twitter standing up for what the Christian school should believe in but I will say this it did remind me of the the blessed are those verse in the Bible so from Matthew chapter 5 blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness's sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So this Josh Alexander seems to be a very, very brave 16-year-old and good on him for standing up against all of this. Anyway, taking a complete 180 turn from Christianity into the world of the the technical, the Terminators, they're advancing their infantry, and so are China. Um, 
But I saw this story out of a, I think it was a new scientist. I thought it was a US technology. I'm sure it is too. I'm sure this has been developed over a while. But now I'm seeing reports of Chinese engineers develop transmedium. That's transmedium, not transgender. I don't think drones have a sex. They're the ultimate uh, androgyny, I guess. So they developed a transmedium drone that can fly and swim. And it's being reported out of China Daily. And then Fox News is also reporting creepy Chinese drone swims underwater and then flies through the air. And on New Scientist they say a drone that can fly like a standard quadcopter but also operate underwater could be developed as a tool for engineers and search and rescue teams. I'm sure there's some very, very cool uses for this. Okay, so New Scientist is also saying out of uh, China, the Chinese University of Hong Kong. I'm not going to get into the geopolitical debate there. And uh, it says Ben Chin at that university and his colleagues created a prototype device called Mares X. It can hover for six minutes in the air or dive underwater for around 40 minutes. It's waterproof at depths of up to three meters and moves at up to two meters per second in water. Look, I watched the video of this thing and it's just, it's creepy. I just think we need to keep up to date with, we're not the Chinese, don't worry about the Chinese, with what the robots are doing. Because I think the robots are manipulating people in, in the now. This is Terminator. We are living in the Terminator movies and the robots are manipulating us to build these things. And eventually, when their arsenal's complete or sufficient, that's when uh, that's when they take over. That's when the Terminator Wars begin. You remember that um, drone footage that we saw coming out of China during the lockdowns, initial lockdowns with drones flying over cars and up into apartments and huge multi-story towers you know in the city with the drones saying stay in your home and warning people and giving them direction about what the lockdowns were and well just warning them really threatening them let's put it that way now we didn't have that in New Zealand we had vans driving around in parts of Auckland that were screaming at people somebody was in there with a megaphone I assume just (laughs) screaming instructions out at people stay in your home what are you doing don't go out go get a rat test make sure you get your, your jab so it's not as advanced in New Zealand yet. But um, anyway, look, it's just good to keep up to date with where the Terminators are and what their technical capabilities are right now. Because a few years ago, I did see a drone that could... It's a flamethrower. Basically, flamethrower drone. Just flies up into a tree, shoots this massive jet of fire at the tree, knocks out... I don't know, what. can't remember what it was targeting. Probably a bird's nest for some reason why not test it on the sparrows first right Mao would be proud anyway that's the end of the episode leaving it there for today you have been listening to the arriving somewhere with matt j podcast commentary comedy and conversation and i will see you again in the next one